Jono, Ben and Sharon. Here we go, Monday afternoon. Uh, thanks to our mates at Helen Stein Brothers. Jono, Ben and Sharon with you. Back to it, ape. Slave to the grind. Working for the man. Oh, yeah. Poor lady. Poor lady. 2017. Damn lot straight. Of, <laughs> lot of great managers. Damn straight. <laughs> Started the show on a really awkward bit. Hey, but let's, let's bring it back up. Like they, rule, they rule the world, mate. They do. They do. Girls rule the world. If you don't No, I'm just it. trying to cover up. I'm digging myself a hole. I'm going to, as a woman, get you fired by a woman. Okay? So shush. So if well, they you can would... fire me oh, now. Oh, for up. goodness sake. Four o'clock today on the show, we play Pick the Pin. $3,000 to give away. And if you want to stick around next, we are going to be having a mass debate. Good where pause. we have a debate of the masses, and today's <laughs> one involves the supermarket, and I tell you what, when I read what we were going to be doing, oh, I was angry. Did this wind you up, did it? It made me very angry. It is one of my biggest pet hates about the supermarket. <laughs> really? And I cannot wait to mass debate about this next. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. It's John O'Ben and Sharon's mass debate. Sharon, we haven't started this, and already uh, you're wanting to get involved. This is something that really winds you up. Oh, it makes me so angry because so angry it does it makes me very angry when I see people do this it takes all my willpower to not turn around and give them a good old telling off right at the checkout oh, I had this happen to me in front of me in the weekend didn't, didn't bother me must have been 14, 15 what on earth are you talking about okay you guys have been so cryptic I don't know what you're talking about we're talking about making love in the cornflakes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's very crunchy and very messy I'm a pick and mix guy myself <laughs> okay. no. like a, a bougie mix yeah <laughs> so when you go to love the me su- a scrog and mix when I'm making oh, love yes when you go to the supermarket and they have the express line 12 items or less oh yeah how stringent do they police that rule they should be policing it. So this winds you up. So Sharon's saying if someone's got more than 12 items, this is annoying her. So when I used to work on a checkout back in the day. Jesus, another job she's had. Oh for 40 jobs, Casey. Hey, I left school when I was 15. I had to get a full-time job and I worked at Woolworths yeah. and it was a great time. It was either, it was worked... either get a job or get pregnant in Timaru, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> so I was working at the checkout and when I had Express Lane, if anyone bought through more than the 12 items, I always said to them, I was like, are you aware you got more than 12 items so you probably shouldn't be in the Express Lane? What a bitch! No, what because, because people would come through taking the purse and they would have like 20 items. Uh, you supposed to have 12. People behind them, they're in a hurry. They okay. may have a kid that they've left locked in the car. Here's a question. Oh, what, okay, what's your allowable? You know how the police give you a 10Ks yeah. over the speed limit? You must have a little a, a little give. Nah. What if they had 13? Nah. 14? Nah. Really? Four, 12. She's just, no, to 13. She's not going to let them have 14, <laughs> Jono. 12 and under. That's the rules. You so you're saying not even 13? So I would say up to uh, like, less than 20. Ben, you're, okay. you're so nice that you would let someone put 30 things through and you'd stand there and be like, oh, this is a mild inconvenience for me, but that's okay. And you would let them do it. I would. You're right. I wouldn't. I'd be like, sort of get, your tro- get your trolley out of here, mate. So you would make them move to another queue? For 13 oh no, items. I'd be too scared, but I would dagger. The side eye would be killer. All right, well, let's put it out there. Should we just say 13 items? Is it okay to have 13 items in the 12 no. item or less? Oh, Express lane. Calls no. are, the calls are already flooding in. Stacey, is it okay to go one over the item limit at the supermarket? No, it really annoys me. I always count my items before I get there. Yes! Make sure that I've got... Bigger rules that we should be, shouldn't be breaking. I mean, just chucking a few extra items in your basket through the 12 item aisle. Stacey, are you oh, like me? It's really frustrating because when I take my son to the supermarket, like, I'll have a couple of things that I need to get, and there's somebody there with millions of stuff. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, it's annoying. It's when, you get, it's when you get your huff on, eh, Stacey, and you're like, yeah. <sighs> 
Yeah. Yeah. Love it, love a public half and a tap. All right, 0800 <laughs> The Edge, the mass debate. Debate, Jason, what are your thoughts on the sitch, babs? Yeah, mate, I was just wondering what the technicalities are. Like, I mean, if you get a... Um you get two yogurts that aren't quite separated, but they're singles. Can you get buffed out of the aisle for that? Or yeah, that's two, a good one. Or two or yogurts. Or yeah, like if a whole lot of yeah. bananas. Is that just one item, or are there like yeah. items? Obviously not. If they're scanned, if they're scanned as one item, so like a six pack of yogurts, that counts as one. Oh. If it's two singular items, yeah. Well, then you bloody count that as a singular <laughs> item, Jason. Oh, but what if they're still connected? But what, it doesn't matter if they're still connected. You're paying for them separately. Oh, don't, don't no, you, I'm with Jason I'm on this one. Apprehensive about going to the supermarket next time now. Oh. If they're connected, I'd say there was just one item. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would say that yeah. too, Sharon. Yeah. Even yeah. if you scan them if separately. If it comes up on your receipt, oh, when you get... Quite a reaction. When, 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 Jason, when you get your oh, receipt, listening. when you get your receipt, it says down the side... Item one, two, three, four. If you scan two singular yogurts, whether they're joined together or not, it comes up. It comes up as two separate things. Two separate things. <sighs> You're right, Jason. Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll just think it. Yeah. Tell you what, if you need that yeah. much yogurt, Jason, you get a one kg tub and go through that lane. We appreciate your call, mate. And um, I guess I'm going to give you the new, all new high performance suit from Helmsland Brothers. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it's, it's water-resistant, stretch-fit uh, stretch fit technology, breathable and durable, uh, $199 with free shirt and ties coming your way. Are we rewarding awesome. bad behaviour? Yeah. It's even got an extra pocket for the new bum hole you just got torn. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the line. Hold the line, Jason. Hold the line. Natalie, talk some sense into these boys. What do you think? Well, I think you should be allowed to take... Yeah, at least oh, piss off, Nathan! Yeah, see, <laughs> yes. this is it. This is it. And now, on to another question. Are you okay to eat food in the supermarket while you're doing your shopping? Yeah, as long as you pay for it at the end. What if you don't pay for it at the end? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's stealing, not okay. That no, just, no, I wasn't doing that. I was just clarifying. Hey, b- by the way, Natalie, I respectfully disagree with you, and I still really appreciate it when you call the show. Yeah, but, like, what about... No, those Natalie, <laughs> that's it! <laughs> Johnny, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Three calls to the ball. Taking three calls on I-100 The Edge right now. You get to make the decision of New Zealand because there is an outbreak that is happening around the world. Ed Sheeran is officially helping gingers get way more action. Where have you you got this intelligence from? A new study has revealed that ever since uh, Ed Sheeran has become famous, that 25 to 34-year-old British men have been getting way more female attention than before Ed Sheeran was famous. Mm. This has also uh, been helped helped by Prince Harry. They saw the, the first spike when Prince Harry started getting hot. And since Ed Sheeran's, like, massive growth to fame, gingers have been... Getting way more in Britain. The world has caught gingivitis. Oh. I've got the ginger gene. You know that? Yeah, got, we can tell, gene. mate. We can see your beard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was hiding it. <laughs> My guys. beard breaks out full red. Full red ginger. I'm, I'm, like, I'm teetering. Teetering. I could, I could go ginger any day. I could go full-blown ginger any day, Ben. I hope that you could, happen. You, you could maybe grow your beard out and see what happens. I'd love to see how ginger you go. Yeah. Be great. Challenge accepted. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay, three calls. 0800 The Edge. You'll text to 3343 right now, and we've got some prizes as well for people that vote. Do you find gingers more attractive now than before Ed Sheeran was famous? So I'm it's all put... about Ed Sheeran, not, not Harry, not Ron Weasley, not... Ron Weasley didn't help, but oh. I think Prince Harry helped a little bit, but I think Ed Sheeran has been the one that okay. has made gingers, like, 
really on the map. And I'm going to put it out there. I find gingers extremely attractive. Yeah, I've, I've, I've always, re- always respected the ginger community. I have. Have you? I have. No, no, I have. Well, 0800 Edge right now. Tell us what you think. Mike, do you think that gingers are way more attractive <laughs> thanks to Ed Sheeran? Yeah, why not? Yeah, why you, not? Yeah, There's why a not? guy who rang up Easy. and is definitely Easy. ringing up for that. Okay. <laughs> Jaden, do you think that uh, do you think gingers are more attractive since Ed Sheeran? Bloody A right. Ed Sheeran brought the gingers to life. <laughs> <laughs> he breathed some life into us gingers. Three calls to rule them all. Dead and lifeless gingers. We're about to take our third caller now. And uh, I find it very odd that it's been men that have rung up to rung up to vote for this. But, Brayden, do you think Ed Sheeran is uh, helping the ginger community get more action? Uh, definitely, definitely, yeah. <laughs> are, you of the, are you of the Auburn persuasion? Uh, yeah, yeah, because I'm a ginger myself, so, you know. And have you noticed but, uh, a, a surge in uh, activity since Ed Sheeran has been, like, one of the most famous, well-loved men in the world? Um, yeah, I have definitely. Did like a dress-up day the other day, up like him, and yeah, got quite a bit of oh. attention. Oh, yeah. sweet. A little there bit of attention. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Three calls to rule them all. 100% strike rate. Ed Sheeran is getting uh, Ginger's more action than He's ever sharing before. Sharing it around, Sharon. Uh, Dan, our producer, just says Kelsey wants to chime in here. Oh, what do you okay. want to say, Kelsey? Okay, Kelsey? What do you want to say? Ginger's are definitely more attractive since Ed Sheeran. Brilliant. Ginger's more attractive than Sharon. So since each year, she's saying, she's agreeing with us. So now it's four calls to rule them all, and they've all said the same thing, so that is brilliant. Good on you, Kels. How many gingers have you hooked up with now? Uh, About three. Oh, she's got a a quota right now. Nice work. Got the hat hat trick. Well, there you go. (laughs) Believe in yourselves and get out there and get amongst it, but do it safely. Thanks, Sharon. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Uh, got producer Dan here in the studio. Uh, good to have you on, producer Dan. How you going, mate? Hi, yeah, really good, really good. Thanks for having me in here, guys. Uh, before, the show, before the show, he shared the tale <laughs> of uh, a dream that took place recently uh, oh, yeah. overnight. God. You had a dream. Who did you have a dream about? Oh, I'm no, sitting right I, here. No, it wasn't you. Oh. That was last week. But oh. this week, um, I have quite a lot of erotic dreams. <laughs> oh, well, you're, in a, you're, a, you're a sexual oh, being. A sexual guy. <laughs> yeah, ooze it. A lot ooze of radiance spread around. Try yeah. being pregnant, mate, every yeah. night. But um, this one perhaps is a little bit uncanny and unnormal. Mm. Alan DeGeneres. So Ooh. basically you had a sex dream about yourself. <laughs> you do look like Alan. <laughs> he does look, yeah, you look like Alan DeGeneres. But I've got lots of facial hair and stuff. Oh, no, like, minus the facial oh, hair. He's a lovely looking lady. You look like Alan DeGeneres' unfunny sister. Oh, right. Okay. That's you. <laughs> Kellen. But I, the, the thing is, I went along to it. <laughs> Kellen DeGeneres. She's not quite as successful. successful. Alan, the brother. Let's go with our spell A L L. Alan, Alan, and Alan. So, what did you what did you feel in the morning? What were the sensations? It wasn't the best because I went along to a tape in the dream. I'd gone along to an Alan taping. Did it just get annoying that you guys were making love and you were both like Alan, 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 Alan? Steve. There's another guy called Steve. But yeah, and she sort of gave me a backstage tour. Oh yeah. And the next minute she was. You were giving her a backstage tour. You were giving a tour of tour of booty. And all I'll I'm not going to go into detail. All I'll say is she's a very generous lover. Alan DeGeneres. A DeGeneres Porsche, lover. Porsche's a lucky lady. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we've been talking about this. What does this dream mean? I don't know. So we're going to go through to a, uh, a dream expert who we have spoken to on the show before, Margaret. Uh, see if she can decipher what this dream is about. Hello. You want results? You got results. We've got Margaret, the dream lady. How are you? Uh, uh, Margaret's having a, uh, what's she's having a haircut at the moment, I think. 
You, so you, well, why don't you ring back in about an hour? Okay, listen, we're just phoning up about a dream. Do you know much right. about being Margaret's other half? Who, who, who's speaking? Uh, my name's Jono. Yeah. Yep, and uh, my friend Dan had a dream. Yeah. About Ellen DeGeneres. All right, so this is, you're, you're going on Mar- by Margaret's website, are you? Yeah. Yeah, are you, yeah right. Are you Margaret's husband? Yes. Oh, well, do, you, do you know any dream stuff? No, no, no. I'll pass you over to Margaret for that. Bring back in about an hour and you'll get her then. Oh, what if I said we didn't have an hour? We needed an answer now. No, well, we haven't got, I can't give you an answer. No. Can you make one up? No, <laughs> that'll be quite wrong. Yeah, no, no. Try, try, try in an hour's time. Okay, well, just see what you think. My friend Dan, you tell him about your dream, Dan. Oh, I had a um, dream about Ellen DeGeneres. The, you know the, yeah. the talk yeah, show host. Yeah, yeah, lovely lady. Uh, but it wasn't just a normal dream. It was a um, erotic dream. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. Of course, she's lesbian, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that. Yeah, and what what happened? Oh, well, I don't. I'm not going to go into details about what happened. I'm not going to go into the, into too much. Well, he detail. needs to know. He needs to yeah. know the details, yeah, well, don't I, you? Yeah. Have you got to make it? Have you got to try to decipher what the dream means? He needs to know. No, oh, so, I can't. I can't decipher it. I'll no, sum it Margaret's, up. Margaret's the expert, so you, you'll either, you'll have to ring her back. Okay, we'll stage. we'll ring her back. We'll ring Margaret back. Thank you very much. See you later. On the edge. Who put? We have a sheet that we email out every morning about what's on the show, and I was like, well, "Why is this coming back?" But anyway, people liked it. We we hated it because it shows up our inability to do impressions. Well, people would know that they've seen your telly show, mate. <laughs> it's called. The, we're trying to do impressions of good TV hosts every week. We can't nail it. Uh, so this is uh, the jar of impressions. Producer Dan, without our knowledge, writes some famous people in uh, on paper in the jar, and then we pick out a, a name, and we have to do that impression. We yeah. don't, don't have any chance to prepare, and we do it on the fly, and we suck at it. Okay, so 0800 the edge. Your chance to win here as well, because uh, each of us will do an impression, and each of us will uh, do that to a caller. If the caller guesses the impression correctly, they win the prize. Mm-hmm. It's so hard when you can't hear the. Person first. Okay. <laughs> oh, who wants to, who wants to go first? So uh, I went last last time, so I'll go first. Okay. 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 Warwick is on 0800 the edge right now. Warwick, you want to uh, hear an impression? Who do you want to hear it from? I said I'd go first. Did you oh, not listen oh, to what sorry, I just said? I thought you said you didn't want to go first. You're right. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Warwick, um, Jono yelled at me, and he said that he has to go first. <laughs> so are you ready to try and guess his impression? Hello. Good on you, Warwick. Here That's the attitude, mate. <laughs> I don't think Warwick knows what game they're playing, but yeah. give it a go. Hello. Oh, oh, God. Here we go. Okay. Oh, jeez. Louise. Oh, jeez. Can we get have a look at it? No. Oh, that's easy. Is it? Hello. That's easy. Yes. Oh, hello. How you doing? You got to guess Jono's impression? Here we go. Hey. Oh, I'm just doing some stuff here. Saving this. I don't want to say certain words because I don't want to give it away. <laughs> you might need to because that's why you sound like you're you on police You sound like seven. a drunk version of the character. Hey. <laughs> when so, does this character ever that's said that? That person's hey. hung up now because they don't want to play. They feel like they're on some sort of phone line. I yeah. know. Hey, I'm saving the city. Yeah, and I live a, and I live in a cave. And I drive a fast car. You can stop now. John, I reckon it's Batman. Hey! Tony! Yeah. It's Batman. <laughs> Can we have a listen to what Batman actually sounds like? I think right. you're doing the Christian Bale Batman, right? Where were the other drugs going? <laughs> I never knew. I don't know. I swear to God. I swear to me. Hey. Not bad. Not bad. It was okay. It well bad. done. Good hey, on you, Tony. Tony, we're going to hook you up with a prize. Dude. We're going to send you a all-new high-performance suits from Helen Stein Brothers.
Oh, awesome. Talk. No worries. Go if on, anyone Tony. else wants to have a guess of an impression, 0800 The Edge right now. We've got some cool prizes to give away. Okay, Ben, it's your turn oh, now. Geez. Pull your impression out of the jar, my friend. Oh, he can't get his can't small get his fingers in there. Tiny little, uh, Bowden's on the phone, okay? Oh. If you get this, get the, guess this correct, Bowden, you win the uh, win the prize, the Helmstone Brothers suit. Take it away, Ben. A second, not stirred. Uh, oh, my God. That is easy. so easy. <laughs> You, so you call easy. me. Uh, well, I was going to say it. They, they can't do it. Uh, it's shaking, not sure. That's how I prefer my drinks. Bowden, who is it? I believe you'd like um, to get something off your chest. Your boobies. That's what, basically, that's what he's saying. Yeah, it's yeah. The, I can't say what of the movie. I can't say <laughs> the guy's name. Who is it, Bowden? I'm a bit of a spy. Come on, Bowden. But I can't really do the accent. <laughs> but I sh- um, like things shaken, not stirred. Oh, oh, my God. No, not no. getting it. Oh. oh. Sean Connery was the right answer. So you didn't Dang. get that. Oh, was that Sean Connery? I thought it was James Bond. Well, it's James Bond, Same Sean thing. Connery. Okay. Yeah. I right. thought it was a guy who had a stroke. <laughs> it's a little bit like that. All right, here we go. I've got a turn. I'm so terrible at impressions. Oh, this is great. going to nail this one out of the park. Okay, Ellie, try and guess Sharon's impression. Here we go. Okay. Very nice. You want to make love to my sister, yeah? <laughs> I can't. Hi, t- I, I can't tell if it's racist or not. <laughs> what do you reckon, Faye? Oh, oh she's not. I came in a bit late then. Okay, okay, okay you ready? I'll do it again. Okay. Hi, Faye. Very nice. You want to sleep with my sister? <laughs> Someone from Timaru. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Wyman. <laughs> Can you guess, Faye? Very nice. You like? Please, yes, please, you yes. Want, <laughs> you want to see my peenie? <laughs> it's very nice. That's a good one. <laughs> what is, um, my friend is Ali G. <laughs> <laughs> wearing a mankini. I'm wearing a mankini. You can see my jump. Oh, his name is like... Bur- yes. Burr. 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 Yay! Thank God that's over. We can hook you up with a prize as well, Faye. Hold the line, babe. Well, my name is Bora. <laughs> I like you. Who was that? I like sex. Who was that? Oh, God. Let's make sure this jar of impressions does not return next week. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. This is a segment we do on a Monday called Not Me But A Friend. We discovered that, you know, working on the show, I don't know why I'm hitting the desk in aggravation. So angry. Uh, we just, a lot of people phone through on 0800 The Edge and they start their stories, uh, I guess, as a, a level of security, a, a security blanket by going, this didn't happen to me but a friend. Not me, but a friend. And then they tell their story, which we inevitably figure out happened to them, not their friend. So this is not me, but a friend. This is open up right now. So any story you can start with, not me, but a friend. Yeah. Okay. For example, Mm. not me, but a friend um, that used to work here, doesn't work here anymore. When Beyonce came to New Zealand, Mm -hmm. um, 100% sent tickets to themselves. Not me, though, was a friend. Oh, it was a friend. Yeah, Yeah, it was a friend. Sounds like. It was a friend. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, that's right. You know the rules of the segment. Bit. We don't question. No. We don't question. Not that m- same friend sent a TV to themselves as well. I think this was actually a friend, though. That was actually a friend. <laughs> but do make story, story sound better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a friend. You're incriminating your your friend. But the- I wanted it to sound like it was that friend. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, not me, but a friend. Oh, actually, a story happened in the news last week, which reminded me of this uh, story that happened to my friend. Uh, <laughs> Not me, but a friend when uh, he was about 13 years old was at his friend uh, Kevin Kim's house and um, went to the lavatory. Mm. Incident took place in there. Mm. Bit of a fiasco. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Of fa- oh. Well, it wouldn't flush. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, no, oh, my, friend, oh. my, my friend panicked. Okay. Scooped it out. 
and uh, threw it out the window. Went home, down the road, told uh, his mum, Annie, my friend's mum, Annie. <laughs> same same, the no, same name. Your mum's the same name, yeah. yeah. Annie and uh, my friend had to mission back up to Kevin Kim's house. Uh, we had to sneak around. Why did they he tell to... your friend? Why did he tell his mum? Because <laughs> well, he panicked. Oh. We took a spade up. <laughs> You took a spade up with your friend. Oh, sorry, my friend your took friend a spade up. Scooped it up and we had to walk, walk back with it down the road. <laughs> to Carrying your friend's, friend's mum made your great. friend carry a so back good. on a spade. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then, to, then my friend had to put it in the uh, compost heap. <laughs> <laughs> so every time your friend would go to the compost, he got greeted by his Grogan. Well, uh, yeah. well, I'll tell you what, it's great for uh, compost. Anyway, that was so a highly, from, highly embarrassing story. From then on, did your friend, was your friend made to um, poo in the compost? No, was no, doing a good should job? have. Oh, Michelle, welcome to the program. It's really good to have you on, mate. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You're doing well? How's your day been? Oh, it's been good. I got my full licence. Yay. Yeah, nice. Congratulations. The roads aren't safe, everyone. Lock up your kids. No, everyone hide. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. (laughs) Hide your kids. Hide Hide your your wife. wife. We can't finish the rest of that sentence. (laughs) Michelle, (laughs) tell us your story that was definitely not you and definitely a friend. Definitely a friend. So friend, freshly 18, got taken out by other friends to the strip club. And um, one of the strippers convinced said friend to get up on the bar and try hang upside down from a horizontal pole that was above it. And um, said friend thought that was a great idea. Realised while hanging upside down that they were so drunk they didn't actually know how to then get off the pole. And so they decided to just let go and crash onto the concrete floor below. Oh, <laughs> face first! Um, no, no, straight onto their back. And then um, someone just says cats and jacks. Barrow came and helped them up and asked if they could add them on Facebook. Oh and then the my! Was trying to call the ambulance, and so the hang on, hang on. So what? What was this Captain Jack doing at this? Why was he doing this? Why did he pick this moment? Like, it's just this is what Hamilton's like. We've got people like two, I think, hey. that just regularly. Oh, yeah, we saw them in Palmerston North. I don't mind that, but it's a bad time to pick to ask to be someone's Facebook friend. (laughs) Captain Jack Sparrow's in the strip club. (laughs) He sees a lady, falls from a great height on his back, and he's like, here's my moment. Can you add me on Facebook? (laughs) That is so bad. My friend was like, oh, I don't know what Facebook is, thinking that that was a reasonable excuse to not give them their Facebook, and he just looked at them like they were nuts. Oh, my God. What sort of injuries did your friend have? Um, luckily nothing. But I think a few bruises in the morning, but so drunk at the time, didn't feel anything. Oh, yeah. Feel, yeah. When they said, you can do it, put your back into it, I don't think that's what he was meaning. Oh, Jono. Good on you. There's a great story about your friend, Michelle. Yeah, Thank your you. your friend sounds yeah, like a riot. <laughs> Absolute nutcase. Thank you, you so much, Michelle. I, I can't compete with that as well, but I was going to say a friend of mine got knocked out by a chili bin. What? Well, that How, did that's out, how did he get that's knocked out by a chili bin? Well, he was, his, the friend's friend was driving a car, and mm-hmm. the friend of mine was so he had his arm out the window, open window, and a guy who had just won a chili bin at a golf day, might have been a little bit drunk, was uh, cycling home, swinging a chili bin, and rode straight to the side of the car, and the chili bin collected my friend what? and knocked him unconscious. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, uh, wow. My friend kind of blacked out for a second. There. Uh, did your friend have, like, terrible dreads? <laughs> This was before my friend did. I mean, no, yeah, no. <laughs> that was another fine John O'Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Ben and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.